0: Hello, my name is Edmond Senanulochu and this is Land Law, compulsory acquisition and vesting. Now we must get a distinction between compulsory acquisition and vesting, they are not the same. Compulsory acquisition is this, the states by section 233 of the Land Act, sees that a certain land is good for a certain public utility, morality, defense or some other use for public benefit acquires it compulsorily really from the person and, vests and, and 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 uses it now that is different from it being vested in the the state we will come to vesting in which under uh, the land the land uh, the the land act at chapter 21 um it says that of the 1992 constitution that all public lands are vested in the president that is different from compulsory acquisition now compulsory acquisitions by the process by which the state in exercise of its power of eminent domain takes over land belonging to others within the jurisdiction for the benefit of the public good and divest all titles therein in the previous owner and becomes vested in it becomes vested in the republic almost half of all gun lands have been compulsorily really acquired the temahabo lands were belong to people of boom Nungwa. and 64 square miles given to tdc in 1952 for a term of 125 years at 4212 cities per annum and tdc has also been given services so the urban housing at of Angkor in 1977 in Dansuman 1920 acres were acquired then um, the university of ghana also five square miles of land were, were composed really acquired then university of health and allied sciences that land was also compulsory acquired but you know that you have the right to own property in ghana article 18 the constitution guarantees a person's right to own property either alone or in association with others but there's justification for compulsory acquisition under article 20. a for defense public safety public order, public morality, public health, town and country planning, or the development or utilization of property in such a manner as to promote the public benefit. B. The necessity, the necessity for the acquisition is clearly stated in, in such as to provide reasonable justification for causing any hardship that may result to any person who has an interest in or right over the land. Compository acquisition must be made under the law. There must be prompt payment of adequate and fair compensation. Then the right of access to the high courts by any person who has an interest in or right over the property, whether direct or on appeal for another authority, for the determination of his interest or right and the amount of compensation to which he is entitled. Now, that's a justification for compulsory acquisition under Article 20. But the right to own property is under Article 18. Now let's go to 23. Displacement and resettlement. The state shall resettle the displaced inhabitants on suitable alternative lands with due regard for their economic well-being and social and cultural values. So you cannot take people from Keta and send them to uh, Tamale because they don't know how to farm; they know how to fish. You cannot take people from Ashanti region and bring them to Axim, they would drown in the water so is with regard to the economic well-being and social and cultural values right the property acquired must be used for the intended purpose and the right of preemption is granted article 25 we'll talk about it. the right of preemption is that the value of the property the 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 value of the property at the time of reacquisition shall be paid by the last known owner okay so if by article 25 you do not use the property for the intended purpose the state acquires it for Under article 26 you give the value that the, the compensated value to the last known owner to pay and then he reacquires the, the property. Okay. There are acts that are not amount that do not amount to compulsory acquisition. Vesting or administration of trust property. Every property or the property of persons are judged or otherwise declared bankrupt or insolvent, persons of unsafe mind, deceased persons or bodies corporate or unincorporated in the course of being wound up or in the execution of a judgment or the order of a court or by reason of its being in a dangerous state or injurious to the health of human beings animals or plants or in consequence of any law with respect to the limitation the 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 limitation of actions or that's the statute of limitations and now cd 54 for so long only as maybe and and for so long only as may be necessary for the purpose of, by examination and en- examination, investigation, trial or inquiry. Okay, so somebody is under trial, under uh, inquiry. That means that there's some sequestration that is given on upon the the the, the, the property. It's not compulsory acquisition or for so long as may be necessary for the carrying out of work or any land for the purpose of provision of public facilities or utilities where there's damage, there's compensation that has to be paid you. Okay. Okay. So the power of the state to compulsory acquire land for public purposes is in section 233 of the Land Act. And section 234 says that the acquisition must be done by what an executive instrument. Remember, uh, President Akufado acquired, um, divested the Achimota lands by an executive instrument. It must be by an executive instrument. Two, three, three, four. Allocation of public lands is must be given a certificate of allocation. That's section two, three, five. So, availability of funds for the payment of compensation, section 238, two, it must be taken from the, uh, the the consolidated fund. Then the process of acquisition is in section 239. Section 239 section two, says that compulsory acquisition by the state shall be in accordance with the procedures provided in section 240-249. to 249 and it says that so, so section 240 all the way to section 249 it says <clears throat> 241 says where the state decides that land is required for any of the purposes specified in section 233 a declare declaration <clears throat> as specified in form one of the fifth schedule shall be published in the gazette then a declaration under subsection one shall lapse and cease to be of any effect on the expiration of two years after the date of publication of the declaration in the da- gazette and so or gazette or in in so far as the declaration relates to any land or part of any land in respect of which the procedures for acquisition have not been concluded or proceedings already taken or which are already being taken in consequence of the declaration in respect of that land or that part of the land which shall shall terminate or be of no effect so after the expiration of two years the publication the gazette gazette for a compulsory acquisition is null and void okay now it says that subsection two does not apply where there is dispute in respect of land. We are reading section two hundred forty of the Land Act. Now, sub, sub, subsection four of section uh, section. 240 says that despite subsection 2 of the lands, the subsection 2, the lands commission may, for good cause, before the expiration of the two year period or within the time that the court may allow, apply to the court for an extension of the period and the court may extend the period for another, a further one year only. Okay, so the process of acquisition is from 240 all the way to 249. Okay, you must read it. it. There must be compensation. Uh, the person must be notified there must be compensation so notice notice to the person 242 where the person the state decides to acquire land under this act the Lands commission shall give notice as specified in form two of the fit schedule to a pe- to a person who has an interest or claim claiming to have an interest in the land or to any other person that after reasonable inquiry may be known then the notice referred to in subsection one should be published in a gazette Okay. Where the person to be served is a corporation or company or firm, the notice shall be left at the registered office of the corporation, company or firm in the country. Where an office cannot be found after reasonable inquiry, the notice shall be served on any principal officer or agent of the corporation, company or firm in the country or where there is no officer or agent or where an officer or agent cannot be found, the notice shall be affixed at a conspicuous part of the land. A notice required to be served under this section shall be published at least once in the gazette in a daily newspaper of national circulation. Okay so these are all um, there must be consultation of stakeholders 244 the land has to be surveyed 243 and the other preliminary matters in 242 where we've said the notice to the person okay so you have to read all from 240 to 249 to get the process by which the land can be on pause, re- They must go through processes. All right. So, effective date of acquisition and effect of acquisitions, Section two four nine. Two four nine says one, acquisition takes effect from the date of publication of the executive instrument referred to in subsection four of Section two three three. So, it takes effect exactly the date that the executive or the EI has been published in the Gazette. So 2. A copy of the instrument made under subsection 4 of the section 3 shall be served personally on a person having an interest in the land or left to the person in occupation of the land. Be served on the traditional authority of the area in which the land is situated, and that authority shall request the chief of the locality where the land is situated to notify the people of the area concerned. C. Be affixed at a conspicuous place on the land. D. Be served on the district assembly within the jurisdiction in which the land is situated. E. Be published on three consecutive occasions in a newspaper circulating in the district where the land is situated and in any other manner directed by the Lands Commission and F. Be published on a local radio within the area where the land is located. Section 2493 says where the person who is affected by the acquisition is outside the district or region where the land is situated a copy of the instrument shall be sent by registered mail to the last known address of that person four on the publication of the instrument under section subsection 4 of this of section 233 the land shall without further assurance vest in the president free from any encumbrances. five any instrument which is not published in accordance with the subsection 4 of section 333 is of no effect and any purported acquisition under that instrument is void so there are certain land owners who are entitled to make a claim so a claim cannot just be made by anybody at all one that load their title holder customary law freehold customary lo- a common law freehold is your factory interest leasehold interest customary tenancy any other interest or right in relation to the land and this is in section 250 250 okay 250 then failure to comply with procedure voids the acquisition and we said this in section 2495 okay we'll look at the cases later so there must also be notice of assessment in section 252 it says that the Lands commission shall after completing the action required by section 251 assess and the section 251 says the lands commission shall, in addition to giving public notice as required by section 249 in respect of all scheduled land specified in the notice, save copies of the notice in the manner specified in section 249 on A, the occupier of the land, the, registra- the registered proprietor of the land where the person is not the occupier of the land, C, any person having a registered interest in the land, D, any person who is known by the commission or whom the commission is, has reason to believe has an interest in the land, 2. An omission of failure to serve the notice upon a person specified under subsection 1 shall invalidate the assessment in respect of that person who is not served. So, there must be service of notice, right? And 252 says, notice of assessment. The lands commission shall after completing the action required by section 251 which is we just read assess compensation for the land by giving notice to the public and office and persons with interest in the scheduled land as specified in form 3 of the fit schedule for the assessment of claims for the compensation and says 2522 says each notice shall contain a description of the land specified in the instrument as published in the gazette under section 233 now Application of 1992 constitution, constitution to composite acquisition. That one we read it in Nick Bobite True, the second and AG. We'll go and read that case. We'll, we will read it. Now, vesting is used under Act 1, 2, 3. So, for vesting, there's no compensation paid. And vesting is a form of intervention by the state in land ownership, which entails the taking over by the state of a customarily owned land in trust for the community so when there's land dispute in a a traditional area the state may vest the land in itself in trust for the community there's no compensation paid for that and invest in itself the power of alienation and the right to receive revenue accruing from the land also right to sell lease receive um income manage etc exercised by the customary landowners over the area affected are exercised by the state so the state has a right to sell to lease or to receive income and manage it so the vesting is judicially defined in ni note omabu the third and three others and the ag that's where it is judicially defined vesting and by constitution Article 2671, 257 and 258, let's read 2671, it says all stool lands in Ghana shall vest in the appropriate stool on behalf of and in trust for the subjects of the stool in accordance with, the, with customary law. Okay, all stool lands in Ghana shall vest in the appropriate stool on behalf of and in trust for the subject of the stool in accordance with the with customary law. So in two six seven one, it's vested stool lands are vested in the the, the stool. But in two five seven, it says all public lands in Ghana shall be vested in the president on behalf of and in trust for the people of Ghana. So that is only relating to public lands. okay. Um, but in 2573, it says that for avoidance of doubt, it is hereby declared that all lands in the Northern, Upper, Eastern, Upper West regions of Ghana, which immediately before the coming into force of this constitution were vested in the government of Ghana and not public lands within the meaning of Clause 1 and 2 of this article. And what is a public land? 2572 says for the purposes of this article subject to clause three of this article public lands includes any land which immediately before the coming to force of this constitution was vested in the government of ghana on behalf of an interest for the people of ghana for the public service of ghana and any other land acquired in the public interest for the purpose of, ga- of the government of ghana before on or after that date now what are the reasons for vesting they are political for example the kumasi townlands Uh, political then chieftaincy and land disputes also um, make reason for vesting so um, after 1992 section 268 of act 1036 says that vesting is illegal it says that Section 268 of Act 1036. On the coming to force of the 1992 Constitution, it is unlawful to vest two or skin land in the state. 2682. After the coming to force of this act, it shall be unlawful to vest clan or family land in the state in the state. Okay. So under section 268 of Act 1036, after 1992 vesting is illegal. The management of vested lands is in section 269. It says that the lands commission shall constitute management committees for vested lands on which pre vesting owners shall have adequate representation. That means that when they vest your land, you also be um represented on the management committee of the uh, the, the the lands commission to manage the vested land the details of membership and mandate of the management committee and related matters shall be prescribed by regulations three rents due or other payments payable in respect of vested land shall be paid by the lands commission to the office of the administrator of stool lands for payments to the appropriate stool or skin or clan or family and land account four it says where there is disputes as to whom the rent should be paid to the rent shall be paid into an interest yielding escrow account established by the office of the administrator of stool lands or the division of the lands commission established for the purpose now let's go quickly to end this divesting of stool lands is in section 270 the president shall on the recommendations of the land on the recommendations of the lands commission authorize the divesting of any land which prior to the coming to force of the constitution was vested in the president by any law so under section 270 of the of 1036 president akufado divested the achimota lands so in the exam they can ask you under which section of the lands the lands act 1036 2020 did the the President akufado divest Achimota lands, Achimota forest lands and that's in section 270. It says, section 2702 says, within six months of the coming to force of this act, the Lands Commission shall begin the process of evaluating all existing vested lands with a view of, with a view to recommending to the President the divesting of those lands. The divesting of land shall be by executive instruments published in the Gazette. And four says, subject to, the, to accrued and reserved rights, the, applic- the publication shall, without further assurance, divest the affected land. So it seems that the state is very um, drawn to divesting of land as opined in section 268 and 270. So we've come to the end of compulsory acquisition under Section 233 of the Land Act and vesting of lands under, under Article 257 of of the 1992 Constitution. Thank you very much and all the best in your IA.